Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. Hey there, and welcome to another episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are talking to you about the upcoming full moon in Aries that is happening on October 13th at 4.07 p.m. Central Time. So let's get into it. So the first point that we wanted to talk about is that the full moon is square Pluto. And what this means is that it is bringing compulsive and destructive behaviors and they're amplifying it as emotions are being brought to the surface. So if you're listening to this right now, you are probably resonating with this because it's a very emotionally charged time and emotions are very high. Um, a lot of people are getting into arguments because of this. And it's just, like I said, very emotionally charged. So anybody who has even like the slightest of addictions is probably seeing this amplification um, as our emotions are going haywire. So um, whether it's people who are struggling with alcoholism or drug abuse, or even just things like, uh, like laziness, like not wanting to do anything or anybody who has addictions with food, that's all being amplified right now. And a story that I wanted to share is that a really good friend of mine who struggles with alcohol abuse, um, he's been doing a really good job for the past couple of months, uh, uh with abstaining from alcohol and, um, and while being around people who are drinking alcohol. Uh, but unfortunately this weekend he wasn't able to abstain as he normally did. And, um, unfortunately went on a really big bender. So this just goes to show that these emotions are running really high right now. And even though, you know, sometimes when people are able to abstain, they're able to stay away from these things that cause them to have these destructive behaviors and patterns in their lives. This is a time where it might not be so easy to abstain from those things or to not have to go through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's something that I feel like so many of us are touched with in our lives. And if you do, if you personally, or you know, somebody that has um, these different vices and we all have varying degrees of them, Absolutely. but it is, it's a time where this stuff is kind of coming to, coming to a head and it's coming mm -hmm. to the surface. And I feel like, um, autumn equinox as a whole, it's really a time of bringing things to a close. And this Aries full moon is really doing that in a lot of ways. It's encouraging us to really get serious about the things in our lives that are holding us back and are hindering us. And it's coming forward in a lot of different ways. Uh, we decided to break this energy point up into two different points, into like kind of a collective version and then more of a light worker version because it's impacting every single one of us. And one of the ways that I have seen it in our lightworker community and within my own life is this amplification of emotion is really helping me to see my emotional triggers. Mm 
-hmm. And Hannah and I talk about this all the time, but such a big part of the soul ascension journey is really taking your own personal ascension seriously. And what I mean by that is the aspects and the cycles within your life that you can improve on. It is important to, I'm not going to say make your entire life about it because I think that's super unrealistic and really unhealthy Mm -hmm. because like everything in life, there's a balance that's required. But this is a season that is encouraging us to really look at those vulnerabilities, to look at those habitual patterns that may be holding you back. And no one is saying that you have to go through your life and completely (laughs) separate everything up and say what what has to, you know, stay and what has to go. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a stressful process. I think one of the most beautiful aspects of this aspect is that it's happening in a very natural way. Um, That's something that can also be, I guess, viewed as people have, people have said that's an aggressive as part of this aspect is that it's kind of happening whether you want it to or not. But in my opinion, that's kind of a blessing too, because sometimes we don't move (laughs) on the, on the cycles that we, that we're kind of, um, emotionally attached to. I'm going to say it because that's what happens when we have vices. We build an emotional attachment to them. And so that is what this full moon is presenting in an opportunistic way. Mm -hmm. However, it is presenting far more impact in terms of positivity, optimism, and really exciting things to come. And I think that's a really good point, Beth, because this is also happening during Libra season. Yes. And so we're figuring out how to balance these things in our lives because that's what, you know, the Libra season is. It's all it's the scales. It's all about balancing things in our lives. And when we go through difficult times, we are more attracted to these vices just yes. very naturally. And so I think what this is a huge part of Libra season is how can I balance these vices? Like how can I still have some of these things in my life? You know, some of the things that are okay for me to have in my life in a way that's not going to harm it, but still have them in your life. And then number two is the full moon in Aries trying Jupiter. And like I said in the first one, things are really just getting exciting from here on out in the energy update. This is a very positive aspect that is taking place during the Aries full moon. And it's really encouraging subconscious relationship kinks to make their way to the surface. I know initially that doesn't sound good, but the good part of this energy is that what's coming up right now, you can totally handle. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly it becomes, it takes it from being something that's scary to something that's totally opportunistic, easy, and like a total, like, of course, easy button checklist done. The way that I like to think of it is like, it's, it's almost like, the opportunity to like run to the store, you know, you're, it's like you're making brownies and you realize that you're out of eggs and you have to run to the store. That's a very easy problem to fix if you apply yourself. Now we can take it a step further and look at subconscious programming because that's also playing a role here. And if you're somebody that's typically kind of lazy, when you come into that situation where you're making brownies and you realize, oh great, I'm out of eggs. 
got to go to the store now. I don't have any makeup on or any clothes, blah, you know, being, being, you know, a sluggy Sally over there. I got to put my bra on. <laughs> <laughs> Can we be fair that that's that is a problem I run into all the time. <laughs> Sometimes that is actually, it is all that I can do to put the bra back on. Yeah. Like, how can I create an outfit so that I don't have to put a bra on and I can still go to the store? No kidding. So... <laughs> you're somebody like that you have the choice really are you going to stick with your subconscious programming and your kind of natural reaction to be lazy or are you going to get your little tush to the store and make yourself some brownies because you want to make some brownies so that's a kind of a goofy example so it can be applied to the full moon sextile jupiter because it really is it's these opportunities and i'm seeing this within my own life I have, of course, family and friends that I'm surrounded with. And I'll be honest, it's quite ironic, the situations that are playing out in my own life when it comes to situations having their own relationship kinks getting ironed out. I have a habit of not being honest because I have a fear, subconscious fear that I've always dealt with, that if I am honest and if I share my feelings with the people that I care about, with the people that I love the most, they're going to begin to resent me for it. I could not tell you when it began. I have had it since I was a little kid. It's been a, a problem. It's been an area of opportunity for me for a long time that I have gotten really serious over, over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And yet again, I am seeing opportunities arising in my life where I am having to just be really honest with people about circumstances and situations and that's not a bad thing is it sometimes a little stressful yeah because they're people that i love the hell out of and that's going to be scary for anybody you know when you care about somebody it is hard to say the truth sometimes if it means that it's not giving them what they want but i'm going to be honest with you that is one of the biggest challenges of being an empath and you empaths are probably seeing this the loudest of everybody because that is the biggest role of an empath is being a support system <clears throat> and that is one of the biggest roles of an empath is being a support system and so when your support system can kind of feel <laughs> this amplification like we were talking about in number one this amplification of emotion we talked about you know the different vices that are coming to the surface Every single one of us has family members. And so we can see this so closely tied to our personal relationships and our personal life. And every time we come into a cycle like this, I am reminded that none of my relationships are perfect. They all can use tune-ups time from time to time. And it's serving everybody to not only be honest, but to hold space and to also understand that life is not about perfection. It's not ever going to be this perfectly optimizing machine that works 100% of the time. You're going to get in fights with your mom and dad and your brothers and your sisters and your friends. Hannah and I can tell you that. We work so closely together that, of course, you know, we come into our own areas of opportunity, too. But oh, I know... 
I can speak for both of us by saying that as long as we're honest, we come out of it so much quicker and so much easier than if we button up. And so, yeah, and it prevents, sorry, and it prevents future problems from arising. Hell yeah. Yeah. If you deal with the stuff that's coming up now, you're not going to have to take it with you. And that's also the lesson that's being presented here is what don't you want to continue moving forward as you move forward in your life? What do you want to leave behind? And so that is really what's being seen here. Another really beautiful point of this aspect is that it's encouraging new friendships. And so there are these really beautiful opportunities to meet new people, which is something that so many of my clients have been talking to me about, about meeting the soul tribes, meeting the soulmate connections, meeting that, that special somebody. This is really a beautiful time to do it. And this natural byproduct of the happiness is really going to allow you to come into a state of flow and once again, allow these new friendships to make their way into your life. And so very exciting things with this full moon. There are so many positive things to come and it's going to be really cool to see how this unfolds in our lives moving forward. Yeah. And how amazing that this is also happening during Libra season. Like, I know I brought that up with the first point, but like, this is all about the other, right? This is all about the connections that we're making and the relationships we have in our lives and bringing all of that together to be balanced mm -hmm. yet again. Like, that's just, it's so cool that it, that it so perfectly matches up to the season that we're in. But with that, let's get into number three. So number three is that Jupiter is semi-sextile Pluto. And this is actually a very successful and powerful aspect. So it's super exciting and what it is doing is that it is giving you the energy and the nudge to be doing things so that you can reform your life. So I feel like over the summer and the past couple of months, we've all been super busy. And so we've put a lot of things that we've been wanting to do. A lot of the, a lot of the things that we want to change in our lives, we've been putting all of that on the back burner, especially the things that are, that are going to take a lot of work to bring into your life. So now we are going to start to feel that energy and the, the inspiration to move forwards and to be taking these steps and to be, um, you know, make, doing the small things so that we can really be changing the things in our lives that we want to be changed and to be able to bring the things into our lives that we want to be changed. So the advice that we are offering you here is that when that door of opportunity opens, take it, even if it's scary take it, like jump. And I read this post the other day that talked about how there are only three months left in this decade. Ah! So I know, no, exactly. <laughs> there are three months left in this decade. So that thing that you've been wanting to do when that opportunity rises so that you can finally do it, like what the hell are you waiting for? Do it. it. Like you have three months left in this decade. Do it. Take jump. it. Jump. Exactly. Which brings us into number four, which is a piece of advice directly from spirit. And it is to breathe into these challenging emotions so that you can transmute them. And I'm going to get into what that means. The thing with these energies is that a lot of these patterns and a lot of these cycles 
our subconscious habits. And so it takes a little work to really figure out what these cycles are trying to teach you in lesson form. Because when you look at your life, your life is a direct reflection of the lessons that you have come down here to learn. Now, a lot of people don't want to hear that because a lot of people are not happy with their life circumstances. It's of course not your, going to be your fault when somebody does something directly that's it's horrible. It's not what I'm saying at all. But at the end of the day, if you can look at your life in terms of opportunities, you will begin to see really weird synchronistic correlations between the situations that you make your way into and the lessons that are tied to your soul contract. And we are aware of these lessons deep down on some subconscious level. We spoke a little bit about one of my soul lessons earlier where it has been a opportunity for me to tell the truth my entire life. And I know that sounds crazy <laughs> because of course, but it's been very characteristically difficult for me to be honest with people when the situation came up where there could be some hurt feelings on the other end. And so I have literally made it up until I started working on it. I had made it a part of my story to be this way, to, to dodge situations that could cause emotional eruptions. And it was stressful and it was exhausting, frankly, and I ended up missing out on a lot because of it and ditching people in my life that I didn't necessarily have to ditch because I could have just been honest with them and had a conversation and everything would have been fixed. But that's the whole point is that if you can see these things, you can work on them. And that is what this energy is asking you to do. It's just asking you to sit with these emotional waves. And like I said, with them being subconscious, we're also looking at past lives here. And so emotions coming up that you may not understand. Another really big theme is having connections to others that you don't necessarily understand. As our collective consciousness moves into 5D, there is so much weirdness getting triggered up. And that is not a very scientific way to put it, but it's the truth. It's a lot of unknown mystery that can be really confusing, frankly, at times, yeah. for being honest. And so be, um, be patient with yourself and hold space as we migrate through these cycles that are really asking the most of us and are really asking for us to take our involvement seriously because we are never going to get to where we want to go if we don't start making the steps to improve our own personal existence and the existence of our planet around us. That's what needs to happen. And so that is really what number four is about. And by remaining in that state of flow, by remaining relaxed, and in that open state of allowing those energies to move through you, even if they don't feel great, even mm -hmm. if you can't assign an, a reason to them, but just breathing through it, just allowing them to make their way through, you can release and move through the experience so much faster by doing that. Because when you restrict, and you kind of, you know, you come into a situation and you're like, oh, I reject that. 
I'm not going to take that on. I'm not going to deal with it. Even if it's yours to take on, even if it's your baggage to sort through, it's not going to go away. It just is going to come back at another time. And that's not meant to scare you because if you're not ready for it, you're not ready for it. And that's okay, my friend. But when you are ready for it, take those opportunities to really just breathe into the experience. Do the best that you can. That's all you can do is your best. And navigating forward is going to be a process of really just listening to your intuition and letting your heart be the guide. And so remember that when you come across these situations that are difficult and are asking the most of you, that your heart is your compass. And if you take the time to meditate, that was another thing that Spirit wanted me to mention, is that meditation is literally training your mind. <clears throat> meditation is literally training your mind to stay within that state of flow when coming in contact with those emotionally triggering situations. And so when you train your mind to meditate, you suddenly are putting yourself in that seat of power. And so meditation is another thing that my clients do not like to be told about very often. <laughs> Something that they're like, oh, nobody God. does. <laughs> but it's seriously, speaking from personal experience, there has been nothing that has been so transformative, not only with my relationship with spirit, but my, sorry, did that come out weird? Spirit? No, that's fine. That's weird. It sounded weird in my head not only with my relationship with spirit, but my relationship with myself and my mental health has improved so much since I started employing these techniques into my life, which is the perfect segue into number five, because it's exactly what Hannah is talking about. Yeah, I was just going to say that. So number five is taking the steps, the small steps to becoming the future you. So we are currently feeling this inclination to start doing these small things that are going to help improve our lives. And I touched on this a little bit in number three, but I mean this in a completely different way. So Beth talked about how we don't love to hear <laughs> that we need to meditate, right? Like that is not when we are seeking advice and somebody's like, well, you should meditate on it. That's not what we want to hear, even though we know deep down that that is the answer. <laughs> it's not what we want to do. And so I feel like a lot of us go through seasons, right? Um, I think about myself and my example for this is yoga. So if you had talked to me, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago, I was doing yoga every single day. That's how I started off my morning. And then one day I just stopped because I didn't feel like it. And then the next day I didn't feel like it. And the next day I didn't feel like it. And then six months later, I still didn't feel like it. And we're a year later. I haven't wanted to do yoga in over a year now. And that's really bizarre for me. But like I said, I think it's a season. So this past Saturday, I was sitting on my couch and I was thinking to myself, oh, like I feel a little stiff. I should probably do some yoga. And then normally when that would happen, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it in like 20 minutes. And then I never do it. Except this time I was like, no, I would really like to do some yoga. And then I sat on my floor and I like did, went through some yoga poses for like 20 minutes for the first time in over a year. And it was just like, I was very gently guided into like bringing this back into my life. Like for whatever reason, I have no clue why I don't, I wasn't supposed to have done, I wasn't supposed to be focusing on yoga for the past year. 
but now I'm moving into a season where I'm supposed to be bringing it back in. And I think that that is what's happening for a lot of people is these things that we know that we're supposed to be doing are being ushered back into our lives Mm -hmm. to show us that like, okay, now it's time to be doing this again, even though we haven't wanted to for a while, we haven't been prioritizing it in the past. It is now time to do that, to make these really small steps so that we can become better like us's. <laughs> That's terrible grammar, but like, you know, so that you, that you can become a better you and I can become a better me in the future. And we talk about this all the time. Like we are moving further and further into 5D consciousness. And to do that, like we need to be better light workers. We need to be more conscious beings. And the only way we're going to do that is if we're bringing things that we need into our lives. And yoga is a beautiful way to do that. Meditation is a beautiful way to do that, to connect with your higher purpose, to balance your chakras, to to gain the intuition and the knowledge that you need to move forward in your life. Like, you know, these are all such simple things that we know that we should be doing. We are now being nudged into doing them which is super exciting because I don't know about you, but when I don't want to do something, it is really hard to force myself to do something <laughs> if I know I'm supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to have that balance, I guess, being brought back into my life of me actually desiring to do these things. And I'm sure, you know, if you're watching this, you're feeling some of this too in different ways in your life. Like that's super exciting. So we really are. We say this all the time too. We're moving into much easier times and much better times. And Beth was just telling me before that she was thinking about Christmas earlier mm-hmm. and how beautiful she can sense it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely believe that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk about this very often that, you know, you can look around on a global level and see that there's a lot going on that needs our attention and needs our love Mm -hmm. and that needs improvement need to see some improvement but spirit has told me time and time and time again that we've already won and that we've already succeeded and these events and these faded shifts and all of you know the things that we talk about the 5d consciousness and the parallel universes that you know are going on parallel to ours they are all really just an open invitation to return back to self and to return to a place where many of us have not ever been before of in this lifetime I should say a lot of us are coming into this for the first time of really living with unity in mind and exciting it really is exciting and and my spirit team does they say that it's going to happen within perfect time Mm -hmm. and our job is to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be because we are literally naturally hardwired (laughs) if you will um to live our purpose and you living your purpose is you living within your passions exemplified that is your purpose here is to be happy and to bring joy and light to the world by doing what you love to do 
And that is a lot easier said than done. I know that that's something that a lot of light workers get hung up on is what is my purpose and what are my gifts. But that's such a big part of this is just naturally going with the flow and understanding that these events are going to unfold all within good timing, my friends. But it sure is fun every single week getting a little closer and sensing that the energies are changing a little bit more with each passing day. All right. That is all we have for you for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, We would also love for you to leave us a rating on iTunes. It helps get our name and our mission out to more lightworkers like yourself. So we would absolutely appreciate that as well. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time, 